The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed in the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic or lethargic and weak? Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Mary Ann Chase, and today we are talking with a very special guest. It is Susan Glenn from Australia. Susan is one of my fellow Healing Code coaches, and she spoke with me about words and how words and verbal communications affect us. But before we get into that, I do need to give this little disclaimer that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase, and my guest, Susan Glenn. Always, please always check with a licensed health care provider about any concerns that you may have. So my guest, Susan, as I mentioned earlier, is from Australia. She is a fellow Healing Codes coach as well as a Relationship Codes coach. And she has been a Healing Codes coach since uh, December of 2007, if I am correct. And recently, Susan and I connected, and we were talking a lot about how verbal communication affects us, both positively and negatively. So, Susan, welcome to the show. It's a delight to be here. I am so glad that you can join me from the land down under, and uh, I, I just am thrilled that you can help communicate with my audience as to how you helped yourself out with verbal communication. So just, just a little bit of a history about yourself and how you came to not only become involved with the healing codes, but how you discovered the effects of words and verbal communication. Certainly. I have had a, uh, a fascinating um, uh, interest and curiosity on why it is that people want to make the decisions and choices that they do in life. So my natural curiosity was towards humans and their motivation, a uh, child. And 
so I've, got, I've just got to take into consideration that uh, some of my Australianisms might not be uh, uh, familiar to some of our listeners. Uh, so I will be careful how I use those words too. Uh, the the journey for me with energy, particularly using energy processes to make changes in myself, began around about two decades ago. And I had just got to various places prior to that in my life where I realized I definitely was a growing person. I wasn't the sitting still, just accept me as I am kind of person. I was interested in expanding, learning, uh, experiencing and I tended to throw myself into life being a real tomboy. When I came to use energy processes, I was really wanting to go into some unusual things, being able to see auric fields and use the energy that we are was starting to fascinate me. So I got those experiences going and I dropped straight away into using these processes with other people and getting the feeling that this was actually making far more healing than way back when I'd been doing a bit of nursing and noticed that that did a lot of medicine but not much healing. And the healing started to attract me more and more as I went along. The Healing Codes came to me in mid-2005 and I really knew I had just thrown rocket fuel on a bushfire and uh, that really uh, showed me some very fast change and improvement in myself. I got calmer in myself. I was able to enjoy my life and I also recognised how much I was being judgmental and critical and I'd been watching that in my life and I didn't like it I didn't find it comfortable at all and I wanted to do something about it so I began to have what I call little blitzes of um, working specifically with myself really noticing what did I just say there and I I even surprised some of my uh, friends when I would stop in the middle of a sentence and say oh hang on a minute um, I'm going to just reword that now if I said that that way this is how I really feel it and I would take all of the toxic the things that felt toxic to me because I realized I didn't have any responsibility in what the other person was hearing from me, but I did have responsibility in what words left my lips and how it, they felt to me, whether they felt kind, whether they felt an, a, a, a nice way to say things. And if I was making a judgment that really wasn't my job to make, I, I'd rescripted and people would look at me oddly and say what did you just do there and I said well it, it makes me feel more comfortable to step out of making a judgment about something putting things more factually and letting people decide for themselves that felt very much better and the difference in me Mary Ann it just like it it took um it took me and lifted me out of a heaviness that I seemed to have been carrying and made me feel lighter. And I thought, gee, this could be enlightenment, <laughs> which made me laugh. As you can tell, I've got a cheeky way of looking at things. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're saying really is that by your conscious choice to change your language in a conversation, you discovered that 
even the words that you were using in a conversation with another people person was even toxic to yourself. Is, is that correct? Oh, yes, absolutely. And I discovered that there were multiple ways of saying one particular concept I might want to put across. And so I coined a funny little phrase that um, uh, really was very simple, and that is there is a charming way to say the foulest thing. So if you've got something that you know is not going to be good news for the person uh, with whom you're conversing, the... (laughs) There's a charming way to say that. There is a way that you can be gentle, you can be kind, and the English language is malleable. I unfortunately don't speak fluently um, any other language. I've had connection with other languages, but not much. And I'm sure people with any mother tongue would say the same thing, that their own language is malleable. It's pliable, and you can use different words to put across what you feel that you want to say and you don't have to go and tear strips off people and I definitely was I noticed I in some particular situations and relationships within my life that thankfully I stepped back from uh, that I was noticing that I was utilizing being hurtful and harmful with my wording because I didn't have the physical capability to answer back the way that person was treating me because they were bigger in body and they had the capacity to um, hurt me physically and I would hit back within words and this didn't feel good for me at all. So you learned early on in life to fight with words. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) And you made a conscious choice later to not fight with words but to love with words. Would you put it that way? Absolutely, because I could feel when I used um, toxic, unpleasant, um, contaminating kinds of words, the first person that that contaminated me was was me. And uh, because I would be thinking it first with the contemplation then of putting it across to the other person and chemicals would flood through my body of negativity and I noticed that change in my um, internal components, I suppose, the recipe of me changed and I felt, and that's a technical scientific term, that (laughs) me. (laughs) Absolutely. Everybody understands that. (laughs) (laughs) There's a number of other, uh, um, my little grandson and I love to to play, he's 12 uh, now, and we have a whole communication of sounds. (laughs) It's really... (laughs) It's really very expressive, let me tell you. <laughs> so that is a, shall we say, a nonverbal verbal communication that you have with your, your grandson. Oh, and yes. uh, it, yes. that, that's absolutely wonderful. Our children respond to that sort of thing very, very well. Children fall into what I'm saying here effortlessly through it's 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 we adults that think that we have to uh, carefully manage ourselves and strategize and make it all very um serious and uh we have to control it all and one of the most importantly simple things that i noticed with doing energy processes were was that 
that incredibly powerful energy that I was engaging in has an immense intelligence all of its own and it is able to come across and assist me because I was using it to basically clear my fears so the energy would change the vibration of the fear I was feeling in anything and there is from our understanding just two respondents that we humans have we either can just love it love it love it or we feel some versions of fear coming in and disrupting that mix and so uh, making a mix with the love I should say and then disrupting and so I found that uh, if I was just clearing the fear vibrations, I was bringing more love or allowing more love to just be in my life. And that then uh, allowed me to be able to speak more easily in a kind way and put it across um, a, a, without having to think that I had to be nice all of the time and make it a um, like a put-on window dressing kind of behaviour pattern. It didn't need to be that. It didn't need to be that at all. It became right. so much more right. natural and natural environment of me because I was working with the energy processes just getting to change those disturbing things in my life. Well, that's great, Susan. You know, time flies so fast around here, and uh, we need to go on a break. But uh, when we come back from the break, we will continue. Don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Are you ready for a real fact-based show about alternative and natural approaches to health? Listen for Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Drs. Jim and Janine Fox. We're not about the latest health fads. We're about proven methods from real patients and real situations. Each week's show is an eye-opening look behind the scenes of real health. Live Healthy, Be Healthy can be heard live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. 
If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back. And today, my special guest is Susan Glenn, a fellow Healing Codes coach, and we are talking about words and how they affect us. So, Susan, you were talking uh, just before the break a little bit about how words uh, affect children and how they are especially malleable, uh, and and with, at least with the English language that uh, you and I are both <laughs> extraordinarily familiar with. And um, do you have a specific example? of how you might have phrased something before you took the conscious effort to change the words? Uh, Well, particularly I was critical and judgmental. And so I would probably, if I was feeling angry, uh, I would let the anger be a part of my wording And I would say something to somebody that um, would hit out at them and accuse them of being uh, a particular way and um, use perhaps emotions of how I felt uh, they were or that I was feeling very angry with them and that that didn't make me feel good. And when I was able to flip that over and then use words that were kinder, uh, I noticed immediately the difference, Marianne, and it didn't matter to whom I was speaking, whether that was an adult or a child, but children particularly. Uh, when, when you change yourself right in front of a child, they have the capacity to pick that up as, oh, that gives me permission as a child, to be able to make change as well. So the children are actually looking to us to be who we really are and honest and straight and to be able to say things that are difficult because they want to be able to work with times they don't feel well, happy or comfortable in a situation and still be able to communicate to another person, well, look, I'm sorry, but what you just said there did not make me feel comfortable. And uh, how do I deal with that? And be honest with the person, uh, how to put it back to the other person, put the ball in their court if they were making them feel uncomfortable. And that's a very, very useful thing to do because if somebody is being uncomfortable and you put it back to that person, it's now their responsibility to rearrange what they said if they feel that they can. And and here's the thing, Marianne, some people don't know that they can change their behaviour patterns. They don't know that by rearranging how they go about something will change the outcome for everybody in the circumstance that they find themselves at any given moment. Right. Did you find that there were any particular words in and of themselves that were more toxic or was it the energy with which you spoke a word? Uh, I find I would say both 
Um, and more, again, because we are emitting a lot of vibrations all at the same time, people are picking up from us constantly many, many, many layers of, of information. So definitely our tone and definitely the words. So if we were to say to somebody that uh, we thought that they were um, uh, bad or infer that they were uh, nasty people and put the meaning of the word onto the entire human being, we are actually... Uh, imprinting their identity and how they feel about themselves as a whole person rather than speaking specifically to they've just done something and I don't like what you just did there. The action then is the uh, direct hit at that you are directing your words towards rather than the person you're a very horrible person, you're doing something like that, then the person is seeing that and feeling that they are bad. And if they have a belief that I am bad, that only confirms it to them. And the odd thing about energy is the way things play out in our lives until we change how we are and what our output is, our input is going to confirm constantly what we believe or disbelieve about ourselves and that then confirms the programming and the conditioning that we may have come into life with and when we suddenly realize ah I have the capacity to change this uh, that makes a very big that's a a defining moment for a lot of people because many people have been so strictly brought up they dare not question and that's a vitally useful thing to do question everything and determine whether something that's a long-held tradition is actually healthy for us right and and as you and I both know it's these deeply held beliefs that uh, people have, whether it's a family tradition or it's just a negative belief that they developed, whether as a child or as a, a generational thing. I've spoken about this several times on my show, how we develop these negative beliefs. Yes. So with individuals that are wanting to change the way they act around others, and improve their relationships. Would you say it starts with the words that we speak? Uh, I feel it starts with the, the programming and the um, uh, programming that we come with and that conditioning, which is often just um, absorbed into us um, through vibration, Marianne, because as a child, children are in the theta brainwave state from very tiny through to about six and then um, six or eight and then they move uh, further. Uh, I'm going to be careful here. It might be further. It might be 12 before they they move into uh, alpha 
what I'm saying there is that normal brainwave every day is beta. Then there's alpha, the accelerated learning, and then theta, uh, and then delta is the deep meditation state. These, The thing that's fascinating about children is that they are in those deeper states uh, for quite large numbers of years, and they just absorb things through the the vibration of what's going on at any given moment so much of our programming has just been absorbed into us that's just this lifetime when you mentioned about beliefs i would also add disbeliefs to that because the opposite of what we think is going on is often pulling at us like we've got pulleys going in various different directions at any given moment so that and it's always determined by the underlying vibrations of love or fear and a fear vibration of course will be one of those pulleys and we can unhook from those the uh, memory data that we put into our cells or that is absorbed uh, by just osmosis into our cells this lifetime also has that genetic lineage but within my work with the uh, energy I have Notice with the healing codes, we do uh, an energy testing process, which can also determine there may be another complete lineage of uh, memory to do with other lifetimes and another one to do with other existences. And what I'm saying here is likely to bump into people's um, set beliefs and doctrines they may choose to follow, and I'm not wishing to hurt people's feelings in what I'm saying, but rather give them the, the possibility and say, well, perhaps it might not be useful to ignore that these things are actually happening whether we can see them and measure them perfectly because eventually we will have the mechanical devices to measure and test these things as we go along it's just really early stages with these things but that would then give us a memory database for this lifetime all of our genetic coding we may go back many 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 multiple generations other lifetimes going is at least in my own testing for my own life and uh, the the uh, uh, other existences in where we were my our energy state may be in a different state of being in other realms and they are it's fascinating it really it could give us quite a lot of breath there all of this impacts on us in this lifetime within the beliefs and the disbeliefs that mix together Okay, so what you are saying really is that uh, we have developed these beliefs any of a number of ways, or as you said, disbeliefs. I, I love that, putting it that way. We have developed these beliefs and disbeliefs any of a number of ways, which then in turn causes us to relate to people either negatively or positively. And it may or may not be the best place to start is with our words, but with our beliefs. So let's get into that in a little greater detail when we come back from the break. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health & Wellness. 
we're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Healthcare today is full of complex questions and even more complex answers. On top of making choices about healthcare, how do you know that you're making the right choices? Natural medicine or conventional medicine? Should I seek a second opinion? What if I just don't feel right about the treatment I am recommended? Get the answers by tuning in to Rising Through It with Dr. Danielle McDuff, live every Friday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. The root causes of disease can be better prevented and cured using an integration of modern medicine and holistic healing techniques. Become educated by tuning in to Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. Conventional medicine does have its place, but it should not be the only course of action. It's all about regenerating and healing our whole selves through better choices in lifestyle, foods, spiritual connection, and stress management. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to The Healing Whisper. My guest today is Susan Glenn, a fellow Healing Codes coach, and we are talking about words and how they affect us. Before I get into that, I'd like to remind everybody that they can connect with me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube, as well as you can go to my website, thehealingwhisper.com, and uh, find out a little bit more about me. Before the break, we were talking, I had asked Susan about, uh, should a person start with just consciously trying to change their language and alter their words, and uh, we kind of went down a little bit of a rabbit hole (laughs) at that time about talking about how our beliefs or our disbeliefs and energy can affect the way we say our words. And so, Susan, let's talk a little bit more about that. How is it? that the beliefs or disbeliefs that we hold affect our words. 
Well, the they actually drive us and it can be completely unconscious until it becomes conscious, which is a little bit frustrating for somebody who looks at somebody they love and says, oh, I just wish that they would realise that when they do this, say that they are just oh, creating so much distress around the place. And yes, sometimes it does mean that you just have to be what you would like to see that person wake up to or realise or notice in themselves. You need to be it until they do. And they may or they may not. And those beliefs are uh, coming up from our programming and our uh, conditioning. And they're activating not only just the words that we use and 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 choose but also the behavior patterns and how we put ourselves into different situations and how we behave in different situations and as we go along if we happen to notice how we are being for other people and being in certain circumstances and notice oh when I'm in that place and that situation or always like this then you're noticing a set pattern, that's a useful thing because it then makes you sit there and say, well, what can I do about that? You begin to ask yourself questions and you also then get to a place where you can make a decision. And making a decision is a defining moment for any person. And I remember in my own life what that was at one particular point when I had a relationship that was really making a lot of um, a destructive um, output into my life and my little son. And I just decided that I was way too angry in myself and I had to do something about it. And making a decision at that point uh, uh, rippled into lots of decisions, Marianne. It just became one after another because I then realised, oh, well, if I can make that decision and I can change that. And the first thing I realised was anger. Oh, I'm so angry. I can actually use the force of this anger and I can make certain that I only go to the person who can actually do something about making me feel better or not having as much anger in myself, I need to speak to the person who can do something about what is making me angry. So I would speak directly to that person and not make, uh, waste my time or others going and whinging and grouching to a whole lot of people. I went straight to the place of, of, of action and made a difference there. And I noticed that this was very impactful and that would settle my anger and put me in a, a better state. And then I noticed that being angry was a great action place. It was a very moving emotion and that was very helpful. Right. So now when uh, you made the decision, things started improving and more decisions and better things started coming toward you. Is that correct? Yes, because I used the negative emotions as my uh, fuel to fuel my engine to put the action into where I felt that um, a change decision could be made and often I needed other people uh, for that and so I'd go to that person that I felt was likely to be the decision maker that could make the difference here. Now, if that person was not that person that could make that decision, I would 
ask and say, well, look, if you're not able to shift this, who would be the person? What do I do next? And I would ask for my next step and I found that very useful. And so it then helped me to make a progress. I always gained fascinating information, learned a lot, gained experiences, learned how to word what I needed to a a different way so that the person listening to me recognized exactly what it was that I was trying to shift and change. So what you're saying, really, and, and what I'm hearing is that just simply recognizing and changing a word doesn't necessarily cut it. We need to take a whole energy approach to how we speak and how we think. Is that what you're saying? Oh, yes. Oh, Marianne, that's beautiful. I love it. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm just trying to uh, kind of pull it around and, and wrap it around in my head. So for our listening audience... To first make a decision that they need to change is going to be the first thing. Yes. Yes? Watching yourself and noticing how you are and picking up on what's not comfortable, that is a useful thing. And then you, you begin to see where you can make those decisions and as you gain a little bit of experience and you get a little confidence that you can make differences, you can question, those things all work together as a team and assist you to make step by step. And the path of doing this change then becomes clearer and clearer. Right. Now, for our listeners, they might be asking this one question, is this going to mean a whole lot of work? <laughs> well, it, 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 it will if you aren't making change to the underlying disturbing things uh, from the point of they have a, a place right at the source of, of what caused them and that's a vibration of disturbance. If you are working with yourself in some way, and yes, Marianne and I utilize uh, a tool like the healing codes, and there really are a very wide range of different things to to use, so you can go explore there, because if you have that underlying constant change going on of uh, collapsing the disturbing things, the things that hurt, the things that are painful, the things that are uh, making you feel really yucky. As we've said before, these are technical <laughs> scientific terms that are very helpful because if you notice that you feel awful after you've said experience happens to you, you can say, well, what's the point that I can change in that? What What is going to be possible to improve that? And that is when you notice that at this point in time, we can use tools to change that vibration of fear that's the underlying to uh, everything. I mean, even the feeling of shame and apathy and grief, uh, these all are underpinned by fear as the uh, the underpinning um 
vibration and it can be changed and you can collapse a non-love vibration that is fear into a love vibration and when you do that you will find that that's like having a a lovely moving footway underneath you while you say but I also want to be able to manage my words better and be aware of what I just said and change the script of that and you will find that when you're uh you have a more loving attitude and you want to make your change through love by collapsing the fear and being doing that constantly. It's a little bit like taking out the garbage. I mean, let's face it. We take out the garbage in our households. Why would we not do that in the vessel that is us that we live in? I mean, until death do we part with only ourselves, nobody else. Right. And, um, just a little bit earlier, Susan, you, you cut out just a little bit, and I'll, I'll let the audience uh, know that, that through the miracle of technology, we we are able to have this conversation. But there was just a moment there where you said, when the energy doesn't feel, and then you cut out, and I'm going to fill in for you, and you can correct me <laughs> if I'm not filling in the right words, is that... If what you say feels bad, then that is a notification that you need to change. Was that? Yes, absolutely. If you feel that you've said something and it upsets you, it disrupts you, it feels yucky, it feels uncomfortable, you're right on the money. If that's the, that's the point, that's the wording that you can change. Right. Perfect. Well, it's time for our last break, and so we will finish this conversation when we come back. Please don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. Voice America Health & Wellness. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Explore the power of natural healing with Howard Strauss. Join us each week for an informative program that will help you learn effective healing methods using natural remedies. Howard's guests include top researchers, authors, and experts who will share their views on a variety of natural products and healing methods that really work. Tune in to The Power of Natural Healing with Howard Strauss, Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Fitness is important to keep your body in tip-top shape now and aging gracefully for the future. The Fitness Momentum Show with Coach Michael Merlino is designed to be your guide to fitness and running, whether you're a beginner or ready to run your next marathon. By paying attention to and following the tips offered by Michael and his guests, you'll be able to essentially be your own trainer. Get the most out of your fitness regimen and tune in every Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. 
Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Mary Ann and my guest, Susan Glenn, a fellow Healing Codes coach, is with me today. We are talking about words and the effect on us and basically how to change them. During the break, uh, Susan and I were discussing the work of Masaru Emoto, and I have mentioned Mr. Emoto's work in the past, and I also have on my YouTube uh, channel a uh, link of a, a couple of videos uh, relating to his work. And, and Susan, you wanted to uh, speak along those lines, uh, so what would you like to say about his work? that it gives us direct, obvious, clear photographic evidence of the fact that when we uh, think and when we speak, words that are destructive, it does collapse the crystalline formation that would normally look like a a word like gratitude or I'm a, a statement like I am grateful would impact on water and Emoto would photograph and it would look like a beautiful snowflake and if somebody said uh, you're just horrible and photographed the water that was impacted by those words it the snake snowflake formation would collapse would have collapsed and be photographed all topsy-turvy and and skew with and that was very clear to us that if we say things that are um in an argument uh, i've heard some people uh mucking around and in the middle of an argument say hang on a minute you're being water <laughs> <laughs> hang on a minute you're being what you're 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 hurting me by those words you are hurting my water and right okay that collapses the crystalline perfect structuring if the person had been feeling really uh, uh loving and comfortable in themselves and then somebody threw a whole lot of insults at them it has a, an effect on the water that is a very high percentage of our, our body. The, uh, people quoted anything from 60 to 80% of our, our body formation is water and that will react very quickly and that's why uh, disturbing things uh, flood through us. Right, and it, it was very valuable work that uh, Masaru 
Emoto did. And uh, anybody can go online and look at photographs of exactly what we are talking about. And like you said, Susan, it is scientific proof of what words do to us physically, energetically. And uh, that that's great. That's uh, I really appreciate you bringing that up. Well, Marianne, it's important to link up the fact that it gives us an energetic uh, experience and shows us, well, perhaps I should say it a different way. It shows us the outcome of energetic experiences going on in our body. So it proves the energy. It proves the, the uh, water in our uh, system is reacting or responding if we are praised and, and uh, loved and, and cared for and given nurturing uh, conversation, that will then reform those beautiful crystalline formations. So it works both ways. And this is where the um, oddity of opposites also comes into it. But we get to see clearly through Emoto's work that the uh, physical, the chemical and the energetic are all linked together and it's all working as a team and that is also filtering down to the information driving us. All of it's linked and that's very, very important for us to be aware of. Right, exactly. So how can people begin changing? What is, in your opinion, the best way to begin? Decide to notice what you do, what you say, how you think, particularly the first relationship that is, and that's your relationship with yourself. And I, first of all, will reassure you, please don't think you're being selfish. There is self-caring and there is self-awareness and self um encouragement and these are positive helpful things they're just a few degrees away from being vain and and selfish and by mending the vibrations that underpin vain and selfish so you will find it easier to look to what's going on in your system at any given moment and as you interact with people you may go to a party or you may be in the classroom with the kids at school and you may notice various different things said and how you feel in that instance and you might not have said a word you might have just been noticing what's coming and going in the various different interactions in your day and then all of a sudden you realize you can make the decision to from this moment forward I am going to make certain that I only work towards doing no harm first of all to myself because if I think a bad thought whoosh, it goes through your system and Crystal and formations are collapsing all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. <laughs> we can't have that at all. <laughs> no, no, we sure can't. So start with themselves. Susan, yeah. we are, time has just flown and we are approaching the end of the show. And I know I do have listeners from Australia and uh, really all over the world because we are connected how can people get a hold of you 
Uh, well, g'day to all the Aussies. <laughs> um, and uh, yes, they can get a hold of me through my website, which is www.thehealingcodes.com.au. So Healing Codes with an S dot com dot au for australia and uh all my contact details are there they can also contact me through the main website of the healing codes i'm in the practitioner list and all my contact details are there you will find that you can just click on email you can um, pick up on uh, quite uh easy uh long distance phone uh, charges these days. Uh, I've had phone calls, Marianne, from from all over the place, just out of the blue. So I mean, hi, I'm from California. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? Wow, great to talk to you. And it goes from there. So you get some lovely surprises. Yeah, your Skype information is there on the Healing Codes Practitioner website then? It is, yes. It's just Susan, S-U-S-A-N dot Glynn, G-L-Y-N-N, Numbers eight double one. Excellent, excellent. And so, for everybody that is listening, I'd like to put out there that uh, as our wise man King Solomon said, "Guard your heart always, because from your heart all things will issue." And until next week, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program, brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.